0: education, leadership, and beyond, surviving and thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the program, and it is show number 135. Happy to be uh, here with you, happy to be getting ready to start school again, and uh, certainly grateful for all uh, the good things that we have in our lives at this time. So it is a tricky time. I know we're a couple of weeks from uh, away from opening school here in the in the northeast uh down in the south uh, i spoke to one of my college roommates today his daughter started kindergarten today his first child kindergarten virtual learning down south so uh very very interesting and and uh, certainly an interesting time but let's get started it is show number 135 and like we had a few weeks ago this is a live program uh, we're live on facebook and uh, we go to itunes and all the social medias and um we had a we had a situation. My guest today had a had a situation and could not could not make it. Uh, I was my friend Al Shaki. He is a new principal uh, in uh, starting in New York and uh, just was not able to make it due to a variety of reasons. but hey, this is this is what's happening now. This is what's going on in our world, and we got to adjust. And the last time my guest wasn't able to make it, people told me they liked. What happened? They told me they liked the show, which was a nice compliment. So I hope to replicate that for you again today. So let's get started. I do want to thank Havsie's Cookies again. Uh, they are sponsoring the show. They are fantastic cookies. Uh, this is a, a, a company here in New York. He used to be an educator, my friend David Meffi. And uh, check out Havsie's Cookies. You got to send somebody a gift. You want to send them a nice treat, uh, vacuum sealed, directly shipped to the person, and use that code, murata 15 you'll get a 15% discount. Uh, they're fantastic, right? I wouldn't have David sponsoring the show if they weren't. Uh, my daughter said to me yesterday, Daddy, can we open another Halvesies? So, um, But check them out, really good stuff. Uh, Havzies.com, uh, Company.com. And uh, here is uh, the code murata 15 for a 15% discount. I really thank David. Also, we're gonna do some giveaways, right? Uh, people are uh, at a loss. People uh, got stuff going on, and who doesn't want a giveaway? So I am going to do a, excuse me, a two for one uh, giveaway. These are the Andrew Murata record books. There's a big one and a small one. We'll do that. Uh, these are reusable notebooks. If you don't know what they are, and uh, I'm going to do a giveaway. So if you order one, I'll get, We'll go two for one. You tell me, Andrew. I want a bigger one and a smaller one. We can do that. You want to give one to somebody. Uh, your colleague, somebody, a friend, but they're reusable notebooks, Uh, we're going to do two for one. I am also going to do two for one for the principal. You know somebody who's a new principal. Uh, They're starting out at a new school. It's their first principal job, their first assistant principal job. Uh, Two for one, order those on my website. I'll sign them. I'll ship them for free. And um, uh, that would be on my website. So if you order one, I will ship two. And uh, again, the rocket books, they're on the website. You order andrewmarada.com. There we go. Uh, and I'll do two for one. So I hope you're interested in those. And if you have questions about them, uh, feel free to reach out and I'd be happy to uh, answer any questions. But the, the rocket book, pretty interesting, uh, reusable notebook. I use it at school, I use it for work. And uh, we're giving two uh, for one away. We're going to do that through Labor Day. So. Um, that's something out there that we're going to do. So uh, I got some stories today. We have some things uh, that I want to share. Uh, and, again, my guest, Al Sackey, uh, one of my college roommates, was not able to be here. So we're going to pivot. We're going to adjust and, uh, 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 you know, share some good stories. So the first one is I want to share. Al got a new job. Uh, he's in Mamaroneck, New York. He's at Homics Middle School. And uh, Al texted me, you know, a few months ago, and he said, it was the podcast. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. And then he calls of course, and, uh, I was on the podcast. Hey mom, thanks for watching. Uh, I was on the podcast a couple of years ago. Uh, one of my first guests. And uh, at the time he was a principal in Connecticut and we had a great time and Al did a great job. And Al is a tremendous person and educator. And here, you know, he forgot about it, right? I've, I've done a hundred shows since then. And, uh, here again they're looking to hire him in Mamaronek, so what do they do when they look to hire somebody they do a background check they do surf the internet right and they punch in Dr Al Saki and what comes up education leadership and beyond and they listen to his whole episode they listen to his whole show and they loved him right in an interview it's hard to get a feel for the person right maybe maybe they're you know being real you know kind of covered or or not showing their true selves and and Al certainly felt comfortable with me because uh, I was his college roommate. We, we played basketball together and, and uh, always enjoyed one another. And so Al was really comfortable on the show and just wonderful, right? So that put him over the edge. And that was, that was awesome. It was awesome for me uh, and awesome for Al that he got that job uh, being, again, a guest on Education Leadership Beyond. And he had never done anything like this. So I would tell you, right, try things the power of a single experience. Dr. Gilbert always says that uh, the success hotline, Dr. Gilbert always says that try different things, get out of your comfort zone. I've had a few guests on that that were nervous, right? They never did like this before and you never know where that's going to go. So Al never knew a couple of years later that he'd be applying for a new job. And the people that he interviewed with listened to him and they loved what they heard on the podcast. So uh, I thought that was a great story and, and certainly, Uh, happy uh, for Al uh, and that job. He'll be on soon. That's right, Mom. You know Al. You love Al. Um, The second thing I wanted to share is about getting ready to open school, right? Getting ready to open school, and there's a lot of factors uh, that's going into that. There's a lot of things, and there's also a lot of uh, anxiety. There's a lot of nervousness. Parents are nervous. Parents are concerned. Teachers are concerned. Right, And we have to help navigate all of that. We have to factor that into our work. That is an important component. Those calls come in, take the calls, help facilitate the communication. So I wanted to give three tips for our educators that are working And if you're not in education and you're listening, um, you know, three things that can help you during this time, uh, dealing with parents, dealing with customers, dealing with uh, situations happening at work. So the first one is here, and, and it's in the book here, page 22 number tip number 21 in the principal pass uh, pass the credit and take the blame right something good happens on virtual learning something good happens in your school it is absolutely somebody else's uh you know credit right it was the teachers it was the secretary it was the custodian you pass that credit and you you know even if you were behind it even if it was your idea you get that to somebody else right and then when something goes wrong You take the blame. You're the principal. You're the leader. You're the educator. And you take the blame. You take ownership of that error and, and, you know, say, hey, we're going to do a better job next time. Don't use the word promise, right? But uh, we're going to do a better job next time. And and those are some things that, uh, again, I've learned in 16 years of being a principal and assistant principal, pass the credit, take the blame because things are going to go wrong. Something doesn't work. The sound doesn't work. The technology doesn't work. Someone gets upset. Take the blame. It's your fault. It's your fault. Get it fixed. Get it corrected. And we'll do a better job next time. Staying calm. Number two, had Mike Carr on from Minnesota last week. Staying calm, right? It's a pandemic. It is serious. It is, you know, but you got to stay calm. The higher anxiety people get, the more you got to stay calm. And that's, You know, I come from an active Italian family in Staten Island, right mom? And uh, uh, that's that's not the easiest for me, but I've learned that over the years as I get these grades, staying calm. Um, And the last thing, over communicate, right? Today I sent an email out with some information. Not only did I send an email, I sent a feedback form. I sent a short video with it saying what it was. People have been inundated with Google meetings and virtual stuff. You know, my opinion, right, they're they're not all there. They're not grasping all that information. So phone calls, emails, videos, everything that you could do to over-communicate, to simplify the communication, to make it billboard-esque, right? What are those billboards? What are the best billboards? The clearest ones. So three tips uh, to do that. Uh, pass the credit, take the blame, staying calm and communicating. Three things helping us educators, helping us uh, as we open school. If you're watching live, if you're here, there's a number of people. Uh, certainly jump on and uh, leave a credit uh, leave a credit. Leave a comment or a question. I'd be happy to uh, answer questions today as well. Uh, my number one fan is watching my mom. mom'm looking forward to come seeing you this weekend in Staten Island. All right. I said I was going to tell some stories, so the first one was about Al. The second one, uh, I'm going to read a story. Again, this is one of my gifts here. This is one of my my treasures, Leading Narratives by Dan Spanauer. Check this out at the Leadership Publishing Team. Discount code, Marada 20 Great stories. If you're a school leader, uh, you want to become a better storyteller, this is a great resource. It's a gem, and I love it. So I'm gonna read you a story from it. The story's called The Lumberjack. A very strong woodcutter asked for a job as a lumberjack and he got it. The pay was really good as were the work conditions. For those reasons, the woodcutter was determined to do his best. His boss gave him an ax and showed him the area that where he was to work. The first day the woodcutter brought back 18 trees. Congratulations, his boss said. Keep up the good work. Motivated by his boss's words, the woodcutter tried harder the next day, but only brought in 15 trees. The third day, he tried even harder, but he only brought in 10 trees. Day after day, he was bringing in less and less trees. I must be losing my strength, he thought. Mm -hmm. He went to the boss and apologized, saying that he could not understand what was going on. When was the last time you sharpened your axe, the boss asked. Sharpened? I've had no time to shut my axe. I've been busy cutting down trees. Moral of the story here, folks, we're all busy. And again, leading narratives, leadershippublishingteam.com, Dan Spanauer, great resource. marada 20 is the discount code, 20% off. Thank you, Dan, for that. Uh, moral of the story, right? We can't keep grinding as school leaders, as educators. What are you doing to take care of yourself? What are you doing to get professional development, right? There's been a ton of Zooms, a ton of Google Meets this summer. But what was one that that you did that sharpened your saw? Yes, Denise, coming to Staten Island this weekend. My cousin's watching. She's an amazing educator in Staten Island as well. Uh, I miss you, Denise. Um, What are you doing to sharpen that ax? What are you doing to sharpen the saw? I learned a few new skills uh, this summer, uh, swivel being one of them. Certainly using Google Meet and and all the the tricks that went in that. And my buddy, Kevin Spanauer, West Stokes High School, showed me an awesome video he made using a filter on his phone. Uh, It was awesome. I thought it was great. And I'm going to find out what he did so I could try to do something like that as well. So as we're getting going, starting, as we're facing this virtual learning, right? I know my teachers in my district, Port Jervis, go Port. Um, we have some challenges, right? How do you teach to some of the kids in the classroom and some of the kids online, right? How are we going to do that? It's a dance. It's different. And we've got to use some new techniques, some new strategies, and we've got to sharpen our axes, right? We don't want to be bringing in less and less uh, uh, trees. Hello, Jennifer. Thanks for watching. Hope that tree, speaking of trees, uh, got off your house. She had a, a, a tree fall in her house and in Staten Island. Staten Island getting a lot of uh, play here today on the show. Um, So that was the story to Lumberjack. And uh, again, it reminds us to sharpen our axe. I wasn't able to run this morning. Uh, We're approaching the five o'clock hour here in the Northeast. I got to get out for a run. I got to get that exercise, got to get that energy going. So I'm going to do that here after the program. The next story here uh, was my latest blog from last week. Uh, uh, blog one nineteen, seeing the best in others, right? And uh, we like to have a yard sale here. My cousins are watching from Staten Island, and they know we used to have yard sales at my house. My dad loved it. My mom loved it, and uh, it's something that become a tradition here in my home. We do it every other year, um, having uh, a yard sale. So we stock up some stuff. The kids are getting older, uh, you know. Again, cleaning up the house and meeting community members. We love it, right? We do it up front of our driveway. We put the stuff up. We stay back and just love it. You know, you, you hope you pick a good Saturday where there's good weather. Uh, so we recently had ours uh, beginning of August. I think it was end of July, beginning of August, somewhere in there. And we love it. The same people come every year. We serve coffee. There's water and, and really have a good time, right? So we were trained. Mom and dad trained us in the way of the yard sales. Price everything. Price it cheap. And make it look nice, right? Don't have the dusty uh, Hummel, the dusty, you know, glass thing sitting there looking junky. Clean it up, right? Make it look nice. So uh, mom donated her bed. The bed was too big for her room. She donated the beautiful bed frame, which we have in our home. So my original bed frame, 20 years old, uh, we we were going to sell it, right? And it was in the basement, all in pieces, right? The big, uh, long pieces, the headboard, the thing was in... Probably 25 pieces, right? And it's sitting there. The frame probably cost who knows, seven, eight hundred dollars. What wrote it, what a bed frames cost. But back then, you know, it was a big deal for us. So we're like, you know what? We'll sell the thing for 20 bucks. And we start the yard sale, gotta start early. You know, you set the yard sale at 8 o'clock, people start coming at 7:30, right? So we have the yard sale and it's a big success. The bed frame is laying there, it's laying there. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Now we're getting midday, right? And when's the point of that yard sale that you start lowering the prices, right? So I make the bed frame fifteen dollars now, and uh, I'm like, something's not right. It's just we got to put this bed frame together. I got my family there. I got friends. I, you know, we got people. That, I said we got to put this bed frame together. Everyone's like, Nah, Andrew, leave it. That's too much work. How are we gonna? We don't put it together. What are you gonna do? Screw it together. And I said, we got to put it together and we got to get it out better. It was like leaning on a tree and it just, it was in a bad spot. And I said, we got to put it together. I'm like, come on. So now I'm volunteering them, right? People said, volunteer, let's go. I got my kids, my father-in-law, Mr. Grimes, the best. He's the man, Mr. Grimes, thank you. Um, and we we get it together. We put it together. I put some bungees around it to make sure. And now I got the big king bed frame in the thing. And now I'm like, all right, let's go. We're gonna bring it out on the road, right? We're gonna put it way out in front, and uh, the thing we're holding it together—the bungees with this—we got four of us, you know, no mattresses in it, but we got the whole thing. We put it out there. I am not exaggerating, okay? I know I'm an Italian New Yorker, right? Stories is exaggeration sometimes. I am not exaggerating. We literally put the thing down. Now it's marked down to fifteen dollars. We literally put the thing down. You could ask anybody that was there, Jen Marvada. Eugene Grimes, Patricia Grimes, Claire Murata, they were all there. The car pulls up. Now it's the first thing out on the street. Car pulls up. Middle of the day. It's like 2 o'clock-ish now. Ladies looking at it. I see her. I'm like, ooh, she's, she's going to buy it. $15. I see her take a picture. I see her go back to the car. Right now she's on the phone. You know what she's doing, right? She's calling home, checking with the spouse. Hey, there's a bed frame. Boom, boom, boom. Of course, She buys it, the first lady that came up. Was it the price? Was it the charismatic salespeople? Was it the location? Or was it she saw the thing as it was put together? Everyone else who saw it just saw a pile of wood. They could not see the bed frame for what it was. Once we put it together, She could see it. She could see it in her house. She could see what she would do with it. And she bought it. Right? What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is not how to sell bed frames. But put people and programs in the best positions to succeed. Put them in positions to succeed. We put that bed frame in place. Put together. It looked good. And people, you know, they they wanted it. When it looked like uh, uh, just a pile of wood. Nobody could see it. Nobody was interested in it, um, and, um, you know, it wasn't moving. The second more, right, people all day long were looking at things and saying, ooh, I, I'd like to see that here, or we could paint that, or how would that look in this room, right? I heard them talking. They were not seeing for the thing for what it was, right, the picture, the the Little League bat. They were seeing for what it could be. Right, that lady saw that bed frame for what it could be in her home, and that's the second thing about people and programs. What could it be? Right, how, how could it look if it got a different coat of paint? How could it look in our living room? Right, we had a couple people saying, Hey, can I take this home and see how it fits? Yeah, sure, sure, you could take it home and see how it fits. And of course, they, they took the item. The yard sale was a big success. Um, But I was thinking that as we were going through the yard sale, seeing uh, people and programs for what they could be and putting them into positions to succeed. I'm a high school principal. We're going to have some first-year teachers joining us. I want to put them in positions to succeed. The teachers that uh, and and clerical and all these people that are uh, trying all these new things, we want to put them in positions to succeed. And you know, I thought that was a learning lesson in there, and I put that in a blog. Um, if you're interested in that, that's on my website as well, andrewmorado.com, or certainly follow me on social media, and I put those out there uh, on there. That's hashtag ELB blog, E-L-B-L-O-G, ELB blog, hashtag. So that was my uh, the next story about seeing the best in others. Um, and the last part, excuse me, I'm going to take a drink here. The last story I wanted to share was um, Half the Battle is the name of the story, Half the Battle. And when I used to referee college basketball, the veteran referees used to tell me, Andrew, half the battle of trust, half the battle of them believing in your calls and believing you on the floor when you make a call is how you look the part. Your mannerisms, your body language, your uniform—your, your, I'm not shaving today—but your, uh, you know, your clean cut—all of that—and they, that's what they said about half the battle, right? And then, as an educator, um, you know, I always thought it was important that you dress the part as a teacher, as a school leader. So when I interview—true story, Kevin Birmingham—if you're watching, you know, it's a true story. I'm walking around with the principal. I'm in my suit. I got my tie. Mom, it was the suit from San Gimignano, if you're watching. And uh, certainly, you know, the suit looked good, right? And uh, one of the head teachers, one of the best teachers in the building, walked by and he said, I don't know who this guy is, but I'd hire him because he looks the part, right? Some people might say that's shallow, Andrew, very surface-orientated. You know, but that's people's first impression. If you've read anything by Malcolm Gladwell, Thin slicing, right? Um, and, and people thin slice you and you know, give take your first impressions, what you're giving off with your body language, your, your mannerisms, uh, your facial expressions, and certainly what you look like, how you dress. And those were two things I learned early on, right? So I always made sure that refereeing uh, stuff uh, looked good. Uh, as the principal in Port Jervis, I always try to wear the port gear, uh, make sure I got my tie on. My man, Tom Bon Jovi, used to say I didn't loosen my tie until Route 84, meaning when he got on the highway to go home. Um, and those are some things that I learned. Why do I tell the story today? I tell the story because our, our educators, right, us, us educators, we got a big first impression coming up here, right, teaching virtually. We've never really done that before, synchronous classes. So what do you look like? What does your background look like? What kind of interactive games do you have? I saw some great stuff here, some introductory teaching videos of, of the first time the kid is meeting the teacher, right? And they were so creative. So I would urge you, it's August 20th, the day this is airing live. I would urge you to uh, really you know, get to some people, if you don't know how to do it, get with some people that can help you. But try some different things Make a few different videos, have some people, kind of watch them, critique them, give you some feedback on them, and put it out there, right? Is your first day, your first thing, just gonna be you in front of the camera just talking? Or are you gonna try some different cool videos, right? Some different cool techniques, some humor using some different things. People, we're in a pandemic. People, uh, uh, you know, kind of want something positive. They want something different. So. I would urge you to try those different things. Certainly, if I could help, if I could give you an idea, if I could give you a story, uh, I would do that. Um, and uh, I'm at AndrewMarada21 on Twitter and certainly here on Facebook, uh, but you could reach out to me. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, I shared a few stories, I f- shared a few tips. Again, we'll uh, talk about our giveaways. Uh, have these cookies. I want to uh, thank them for sponsoring the show. Code morada 15 If you haven't tried these, they're fantastic. Denise and Jennifer, I sent some to your mom for their 51st anniversary. Wow, Aunt Marian. uh, Congratulations. Uh, But these cookies, fantastic. Give them a shout out. And also, we're doing two for one. Uh, I have a Rocket book here. Uh, If you've never tried these, these are the Andrew Marata Surviving and Thriving Rocket Books. You want to buy a big one or small one, either one, uh, I'll send you two, right? Two for one. Uh, thanks, Jen, about the yard sale. That's true. Also, two for one, uh, the principal. You know uh, a new principal. You know a new educator. Uh, I'm going two for one. They're on my website. I'll be shipping them to you free. Uh, your parents didn't share the cookies, Jen. Well, then give an order, Jen. You know what? I'll try to see maybe sending you some. Kevin would love them. We could have it with that um, that nice dessert wine. What do you call that? He heated that stuff up, that nice dessert wine. That was great times. So, my cousin's watching it, Staten Island. Great people. This was nice. It was fun to kind of just talk. Again, Al Saki was supposed to be here with me and he wasn't able to make it. So, I said, Hey, the show must go on. ELB, Education Leadership and Beyond, must go on. And uh, uh, so, we did that today. I hope these stories helped you. Uh, I've been doing this a while now and uh, the stories. Every workshop I do, uh, the stories are are, people love them. Uh, I kind of got a third book going. I haven't got the title yet, but uh, something about surviving and thriving and storytelling uh, because they've been a lot of fun. Certainly, if you know my family here watching Staten Island, I got a ton of stories. Uh, The next book is coming out, The Partnership, Surviving and Thriving, about parents and schools partnering together. And I tell a bunch of stories uh, in there. Uh, About my childhood and and, uh, getting in trouble and successes and failures and my siblings and there's a lot of great stories in there and I'm I'm proud and happy to share those. Uh, So, all right, we're going to end here on education, leadership beyond. I am at Andrew Murata 21 on Twitter. And if I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out. This was show number 135. Uh, We're going to be back next week. We're meeting Dr. Jared Smith from Iowa. He's a superintendent out there. We connected and uh, happy to uh, be meeting him. Uh, keep rolling, everybody. These are hard times going back to school. Parents, grandparents, you got some hard decisions to make about should I send them virtually? Am I sending the hybrid, the mask? It's uh, its hard, right? They're hard decisions. Do the best you can. Don't beat yourself up. Uh, hopefully there's some turnaround with these decisions. I know districts are putting in different timeframes of how long, right? If you choose virtual and you decide then you wanna go back. So, you know, there's no perfect recipe. You do the best you can for your family, your school and your community. All right, we're gonna sign off here on Education and Leadership Beyond and uh, we'll get rolling. Thanks everybody. I'm Andrew Marotta, the host of the program. Have a great afternoon and thanks for watching.